of two people dancing. Yeah, we dance all the time. Welcome to Dream Laser. Seriously hard sci-fi. Episode five. Five. We have a guest today, Emily. From the Shredder. Yee yee. Wait, wait, from the, the Shredder. Shredder. Oh my god. We have to. Such cringe. <laughs> Uh, this is going to be a good one this week. We uh, went all out. We are doing a whole mystery episode because we usually have like prompts for stuff. But this time we just went like, let's go ham. Make sure it's scientific. Scientific. Scientifically fictional. In quotes, scientific. (laughs) But um, yeah, um, I think since you're the guest today that we're going to read yours first. Or last time what we did was we had the guest choose what they wanted. All right. So what what would you want to do? Uh, I mean, just let's just read some shit. <laughs> do you want to go first? Do you want to read last? Like, what do you want to do? Um, I, I, I don't mind going first. I can do that. That's okay. Cool. You want right. us to read yours first, or you're reading mine first? I'll read Tony's first. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is for you. Don't look at the end. <laughs> okay. Pass me that shit. So without further that. ado, we're going into it quickly this time. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, before I t- start the story, uh... I don't know. I was Rosemary and I watched a bunch of like uh, cyberpunk, cyberpunk movies, classics like Johnny Mnemonic. Oh God! Some hackers. Some even though it's not technically cyberpunk, it's still terrible. But um, God, I hate Matthew Lillard. This has kind of <laughs> nothing to do with it at all. But uh, I hope you enjoy it. I'm really hype. Actually, right, here we go. Okay, you ready? All right. Demolition so, Dan. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah baby. Tonksy Boy. <laughs> That's my last name is Boy. Boy. <laughs> In a world oh, God. where music videos are dead, one person stands above all, Dan Cortez. <laughs> Do you know who that is? No. <laughs> he, he was the host of MTV Sports. <laughs> In the 90s, he was I'm MTV DJ. I'm throwback. I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The year is 2081, a hundred years after MTV was created. Throughout this century, a shitload of fuck happened. <laughs> <laughs> we got the internet. Then the internet got us. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> wow. You like that? Fuck. Dan Cortez was one of the most popular MTV VJs. Yeah, video jockeys. Ooh, it's oh. your first third-person story ever, I think. Not really. I was like, what it the goes fuck back is and forth. a VJ? Oh, okay. Yeah. Of the 1990s, until everyone realized how much of a douche he was, <laughs> then sent him packing. No one heard of him since the 2010s. That's because he was sent on a random, super-classified black ops mission to destroy NASA, due to them discovering a planet out of pure diamonds. Oh, that sounds yeah. lit as fuck. <laughs> I think that's a real thing. <laughs> they find a planet made out of pure diamonds. Saturn. Yeah. <laughs> the mission failed. Dan fell asleep at the wheel while driving to NASA <laughs> and crashed into a minivan full of nuns. <laughs> Since the Typical government- Dan. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking VJs. Since the government couldn't leak this information, they decided to erase it altogether. Classic. Mm-hmm. Dan Cortez was app- apprehended and put into crypt. Cryo storage, mm-hmm. only to be opened again for extreme cases. Today, my friends, is the fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, 2081 is the day? Yeah. Okay, got it. Not 2080. Not 2082. Nope. 2081, baby. <laughs> Dan wakes up cold, alone, and naked in an empty white room. He doesn't have any memory of getting there. He looks down to see his own dick sucked up inside his own body. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh my god. From the coldness. Before he tries to jerk himself off, a door opens. <laughs> at the far end of the room, all slow like. <laughs> Not creepy at all. <laughs> he takes a minute to stand up and get all his motor functions working again. His memory is slowly coming back to him. He remembers that he was the host of MTV Sports, and then he remembers all the dead nuns. (laughs) When he walks through the room, he sees a black robe and puts it on, not caring who it belonged to, because who gives a shit? (laughs) The room has gold records all over the place, and people in bikinis drinking on the beach and flashing their titties. For real or pictures? Pictures. Titties! (laughs) (laughs) Is this my old life, he thought? (laughs) The problem was this place was covered in dust, like it hadn't been lived in for years. He walks from the dark room to a door leading outside and opens it. 
only to find an empty swimming pool and a balcony above him that had skeletons and bikinis holding oh, margarita glasses. <laughs> you know, 2081. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all dead. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's the MTV beach house. <laughs> he slowly looks around the horizon to see a wasteland where houses used to be. The world looked dusty and brown like an old man's turd. <laughs> oh, I love turd. <laughs> Great. Thank you. <laughs> he became pissed and wondered what the fuck happened to create this. He still didn't know what year it was or who was still alive. So he did the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. He started to jerk off to bikini skeleton. <laughs> you know what? You're right, Rose. I'm getting kind of hot over here. <laughs> he was Dan Cortez, after all, right in the middle of it. <laughs> like, that explains it. Of course it does. Right in the middle of it, a huge dove flew over the beach house and detected Dan. Is it a drone? You mean drone? Did it say dove? It says drove, but I, I got oh, it. Oh, it's, it's drone. Drone. Typo. <laughs> it flew over the beach and detected Dan. It wasn't friendly because it started to blare an alarm that said douchebag alert over <laughs> and over again with flashing red lights. Without even thinking, Dan grabbed a margarita glass and threw it right at the drone with extreme accuracy. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Nailing it. because of that MTV Sports No. Y'all, no, wait. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Blowing it up. He was surprised at the knee-jerk reaction. He was never good at throwing. All that shit on MTV Sports was staged. He was a oh, terrible fuck. athlete. <laughs> <laughs> never expected it. But that's changed somehow during cryo sleep. He walked to the front of the beach house to find the super uber stretch limo waiting for him. <laughs> super uber. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was confused, but his name was on the side of the window, and he was still naked, so he said fuck it and got in. <laughs> Inside the limo was a change of clothes, a toothbrush, and a huge pair of disembodied tits just floating there. <laughs> tits are $400 a touch, the automated driver said before Dan came. <laughs> I mean, I get it. <laughs> Dan would usually give those titties a slap, but he wanted to figure out what was going on first. I'm crying. <laughs> the limo finally reaches its destination, a huge pillar the size of a building. It looked like a pillar from ancient Greece, but it rose up into the clouds. Dan gets out of the limo, and it speeds off hastily before Dan could ask why he was sent there. There was no entrance into this thing, at least any kind of entrance that Dan could see. The only thing there was a circular tile on the floor right in front of him. So naturally, he steps right onto the center of it. Out of nowhere, a voice echoes in his head and says... What's the password? Dan didn't have a clue. He said the first thing that came to mind. Hot beef injection. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> you did. Dan hears a pleasant ding sound. It worked. Ding. <laughs> and he starts to float. He freaks out a little, but just then he flies straight up, parallel into the pillar shooting through the clouds. When he finally passes through the mist, he sees a huge house on top of the pillar with a huge sign that says, Walmart MTV Disney Headquarters. Oh, shit. <laughs> he freaks out a little. Oh, wait, no, no. He floats right to the front door. My bad. <laughs> seeing a doorbell that says underneath, no music videos allowed. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm hard pass. <laughs> he hits the button and hears Macarena playing as the doorbell sounds. <laughs> The doors open and Dan does a double take. It's MTV VJ Daisy Fuentes. <laughs> but she looks off. She looks like she was sucked dry by a vampire, a zombie shell of herself. She tells me to come in and that... Wait, what? Now we switched perspectives. Yeah. Okay. And that she's so happy that I'm here. She can't see me, though, because her eyes were dried out years ago. She instead had a visor like Jordy from Star Trek. Is that how you say that? Jordy? It's spelled that way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know shit about Star Trek. So do, do, I just do, started. Yeah. <laughs> I love Star Trek. 
Uh, walk in, I walk into a living room that smelled like patchouli incense. <laughs> the worst incense. <laughs> the worst. And looked like what the internet looked like to people living in the 90s. Oh, God. <laughs> God, I'm so hyped about this. This is so funny. You're not going to get... I ask her what year it is and how come she looked so terrible. <laughs> she starts to laugh and tells me it's 2081 and I was brought back to kill the MTV CEO. What? <laughs> so Walmart can take complete power. Oh, shit. And be a world leader conglomerate. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) She explains to me that since the internet took over, MTV had to do something since no one watched videos anymore. MTV collected everyone's Facebook data and blackmailed them to subscribing to their new streaming service, MTV Super Plus. (laughs) Otherwise, they would post everyone's fucked up secrets. (laughs) Hopefully you're not posting <laughs> real life. secrets on Facebook, though. Clearly you are. I mean, are. everyone already does. DMs, baby. DMs. DMs. <laughs> Them DMs. <laughs> she also told me that she lived off a strict diet of placenta and stem cell milkshakes. <laughs> That's how she's still alive. Her, to keep her long life and girlish figure. <laughs> Apparently the cryo sleep changed me. During my sleep, they programmed me to be a more efficient killer. After that nun crash drama, they wanted me to make sure they wanted to make sure that didn't happen again. <laughs> nun crash drama. <laughs> God, that's a sick headline. <laughs> I refused because a, I'm no killer, at least not intentionally, and two, I didn't do anything without getting paid. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So I start to leave, and all of a sudden, people's zipline crashed through all the windows in the room like a goddamn. <laughs> Movie. Oh God, dude, this is some like. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Take a breather. I jump behind the couch to hide, and I see Daisy get blasted a million times. Oh, no, she didn't bleed though. She didn't even have enough blood to bleed. <laughs> I didn't have enough blood to bleed. <laughs> I got time to bleed. I low licked. Oh, low kicked. <laughs> Listen, I just figured. <laughs> I low-kicked the dude next to me and grabbed his blaster. I grab his throat and break it in half with my own hand like a fucking boss. Yeah. <laughs> I stand up and survey the five other dudes in the room and fucking headshot all of them like VATS system with and what? fall out. With the blaster. Oh, okay. <laughs> all dead within seconds. After the chaos ended, I find myself in enjoyment. That was fun. Scary, but fun. (laughs) I walked to Daisy's body to see that she was holding something in her hand. It was a pass card to the Taco Bell Casino penthouse suite. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll go and finish the job. For Daisy. (laughs) For Daisy. For Daisy. (laughs) See, yell it out to the sky. He just says for Daisy. (sighs) The the, the closed fist, right? Yeah. Like a single tear. Single tear. Tightens his fucking bandana. Right before I took the key, I noticed her titty was out from the deep oh, V shirt she was wearing. She still got it. <laughs> yeah, he's Dan Cortez. By the front door, I see a weird device that said Rocket Pack. Do not touch. And it had a picture of my face on it with no smoking sign over it. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> I strap it on and put the coordinates towards the Taco Bell Casino. Hit the launch button and away I go. I did forget to put on the flame retardant suit that was sitting right next to the rocket pack, so it cinched my ass hairs off during liftoff. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Whatever, bro, let's shred. (laughs) (laughs) After a few minutes, I landed next to Buttfucker's restaurant. (laughs) Still open for business. I look across the way and see the casino with big neon lights saying Taco Bell. It was so bright you could make it out with your eyes closed. I dropped the rocket pack and felt up my charred ass to make sure it was still there. (laughs) It was. (laughs) I was going to ask if it was. Was So I'm glad glad you clarified that. I have to clarify. Oh my god. When I walked in, I was greeted by two huge machines rolling around on a single wheel. (laughs) think gizmo duck from ducktales minus the duck (laughs) they tell me they've been expecting me then slap me in the back of the head with a huge rubber dildo without warning (laughs) knocking me out cold 
I awaken in a room that looks like MTV's Total Request Live. Oh, (laughs) shit. But instead of overlooking Times Square, it was overlooking Earth. I was somewhere in space. (laughs) I look again to see that the building was so high that it actually was in Earth's orbit. I wonder if this building was compensating for something. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder. (laughs) Then I heard laughter from behind me. I look around and find that I was tied to a swivel chair. I turn the chair around to see a crazy revelation. It was motherfucking Kurt Loder. (laughs) (laughs) The MTV news anchor from the 90s. (laughs) But like Daisy, he was also off. Not like a vampire, though. He looked like a fucking robot. (laughs) Sitting on a huge throne made of guitars and compact discs. (laughs) Oh, shit. And TVs. (laughs) He tells me that his new name is The Loader. <laughs> he was naked and had a six-foot metal boner. <laughs> then he proceeded to shoot robot jizz onto a butler robot for no reason. <laughs> oh my god, imagine being rich enough to have a fucking robot just to jizz on. <laughs> or a six-foot metal dick. I'm like, what are you Oh, compensating for something. The loader, indeed. <laughs> Does it say that? Yeah, it does say that. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> the person that I'm married to wrote this. Oh, oh, he man. then says, Dan fucking Cortez, <laughs> I know you were brought back to destroy me, but it's too late. I have created a world where if you do not do what I say, you will get robo-jizz to death. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I panicked so hard that I farted so loud <laughs> that it rumbled the entire building. Oh my god, <laughs> shit. It was there that I realized that the building's integrity was so terrible. <laughs> so I proceeded to fart again. <laughs> hey, stop doing that. <laughs> he said with a slight sign of panic. Oh god. <laughs> and his voice... I don't listen, and I keep doing it. <laughs> With the building starting to sway like bamboo in the wind. Oh, no. oh my god, that's so poetic. <laughs> that was a beautiful symbol. Thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you. Got the point across. <laughs> he gets angry <laughs> and prepares to shoot a huge loader towards me. <laughs> oh, no. But then, just then. Daisy flies in from the ceiling like a goddamn ninja. (laughs) She was alive. (laughs) Them titties are still... What a fucking plot She's still got it. (laughs) In a blink of an eye, she scissor kicks Kurt Loder's robot dick clean off. Whoa! (laughs) He screams, no! (laughs) Like a similar robotic villain in space that wears black (laughs) and is named Darth Vader. (laughs) (laughs) No! She picks up the robo dick and holds it over her shoulder like a missile launcher and shoots it towards the ground. Yo, awesome. (laughs) The robo jizz melts the ground like xenomorph acid blood and everything starts to crumble. She runs to me and cuts me out of the chair. How are you still alive? I said. It's going to take more than a few laser beams to kill me, she said. But then she suffered a heart attack and died instead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That was terrible timing. (laughs) Or perfect. I see that she had a rocket pack on, so I strip it off her and put it on and jump out the fake TRL window tumbling towards Earth. As I was free falling, I was reminded of how cool I was doing six sports on MTV in its heyday. How I was always doing super extreme shit all the time. But it was all fake, all for TV. Not now, though. I'm doing this shit for real. (laughs) I scream, hack the planet! For no fucking reason. (laughs) Before I kick in the rocket pack to bring me to Earth safely. Only to see at the last second that the pack was out of gas. Oh, no. That's it, then. (laughs) If I'm gonna go, I'm gonna finish my original mission. I steer my free fall towards Cape Canaveral, where I'll dive into a rocket... That was about to finally embark on his journey towards the diamond planet. Exploding it and myself into oblivion. Right before I hit it, I said to myself, Step off! <laughs> but I miss it in a van packed with nuns. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the nuns! 
<laughs> Who is just running around with packs of nuns? Is that it? The end. The end. <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. That was Tony. great. That was some really good narrating. That was fucking that brilliant. That was awesome narrating. Dude, that was awesome, Tony. Yeah. Dude, that was so That was sick. awesome. Dude, I wrote that literally in an hour. <laughs> like in an hour. Were you also drunk? <laughs> no, no, but I was... Uh, I was thinking about Dan Cortez for a minute. Just be like, I was fu- thinking about Dan Cortez. Because <laughs> I thought it'd be funny. Solid fucking minute. <laughs> because, I, because I saw that episode of uh, Seinfeld where he's on. He's like, and George is like in love with him. He's like, he's like boy, boy crush. And he tells him to oh, step shit. off, George. That's where I got step off from. Step off. Oh, oh my God. God. That was awesome. That was great, Tony. All right. You want to go All right, first? Do you want me to read yours? Yeah. Or let's just do yours. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's okay. actually really funny. I can't wait to. Get I it hope you guys think it's funny. Oh, my God. It's not going to be as funny as Tony's. Do you right. have a name for it? Um, <laughs> only 90s babies remember. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is Emily's story. Here we go. Late some Saturday night in 2067 at a drop party for some old computer nerds, hundreds of super dick-wearing fedora bros were feet away, talking and getting drunk. But who was carrying Blizz? A nice big stogie of advanced cyber organic Mary goddamn Jane. (laughs) Fuck yeah. He decided to snoop around his huge-ass fucking mansion. These people had money (laughs) how nice of them to invite a bunch of starving online reporters looking for their next break it'd be nice if he could score some kind of dirt maybe the owner of this place jerked it to foot pictures (laughs) maybe he stole money from little orphan annie how many hallways are in this bitch one after another long wide hallways where older styled robots are displayed he flicked his temple, the eye bit in his frontal lobe bursting to life and searching every database for details on each model. That was a beautiful sentence. I really liked that. <clears throat> the human-shaped models had been birthed in the later years of the 2050s. Then came the watches, the flip phones, the Alexas, and Googles, <laughs> until he found himself in a room with one of the oldest computers he'd ever seen. Nice. <laughs> yes. What's yes, it called? And a guy was fucking it. <laughs> The guy was fucking with. <laughs> also a beautiful sentence. <laughs> oh my god, I can't even... <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> oh my god, Tony's so annoyed. Okay. <clears throat> the dude was dragging his tongue across the monitor, leaving a slimy trail of goddamn nightmares. <laughs> Trail of goddamn nightmares. I'm sorry. That's great. Oh my god. His tongue was pierced with a metal stud that clicked against the screen, prompting a discoloration of bubbles. Watching avidly with a twisted child's glee, the onlooker yanks out his phone and immediately presses record. (laughs) Of course he does. The antique Dell 333 megahertz Pentium 2 processor read a white plaque above the bulky gray monitor. Sex with a computer. (laughs) This was the computer with the insane rollerblade advertisements. What are you, what rollerblade? I remember this. I don't remember that. Every five fucking minutes they were on. Oh my God. I don't know this. Um, the peeping Tom blanched as the guy tongue punched a button and floppy disk popped out of the slit in the monster cabinet oh my god (laughs) this is the sexiest computer sex I've ever sexed (laughs) (laughs) I thought tongue punch was a nice twist oh yeah I like that very very Oh, fuck! The maniac groaned, pulled the disc from the drive, and licked it. The Super Dick LS120. Oh, man, the Super Dick. Yeah, you know. Shockingly enough, the guy shoves it back in the computer. Who'd have thought our observer would go looking for some sketchy shit and find something even stranger? This was some serious, degenerate shit. However... He couldn't look away. He had to watch this guy and someone else just walked in behind him. What? 
The original peeping Tom put his hand up, saw in his peripherals it was a woman. She immediately covered her mouth and gazed upon the hellish scene with sick fascination. She's into it. Amazing. She's into it? She's into it. Slowly, with as little movement as possible, she reached into her pocket and pulled out her phone. Wow, she's going to record this shit too? Fuck. I mean, wouldn't you? Shit. Probably, yeah. yeah. He bit down on his lip in an effort to stifle the laugh crawling up his throat. He had over 1,200 people viewing and reacting to his video now. Dude, he's live streaming this shit? Oh my god. This is is some Black Mirror shit. (laughs) This literally is. The webpage was lit AF. (laughs) Who could have known the people would want to watch a guy bonk a computer's (laughs) Bonk. I'm going to use Balk in every story now. (laughs) Everyone was reacting with various ridiculous emojis, and the trending comment was, he turned his floppy disk into a hard disk drive. Amazing. Goddamn gold. Goddamn gold. That was sick. (laughs) Oh my god. She always, she always loses it. I love it. Yeah. It's so precious. <laughs> I'm literally crying. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I can Is say it. Is it funny or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's so fucking gross. Just, just, right just say it. <clears throat> You're so fucking thick. <laughs> All caps, spaces in between each letter. T-H-I-C-C. You're so fucking thick. The amateur porn star moaned, groping the computer with a fevered haste. His fingers crawled over the indented circle and slid to the back where he started yanking on cords. Whoa, dude. Yeah, he's getting angry. (laughs) While fingering the curled electrical tendons on the back template, his tongue had started an assault on the keyboard. Oh, my God. Is this thing plugged in? (laughs) Is he about to get electrocuted? <laughs> fucking this The screen was stuck on a black void with an ever-blinking lime green forward space and colon. His tongue veered over a selection of keys. Uh-oh, what's gonna happen? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't even know how to say this. Oh god. Just think, uh, Goofy. Oh. Hyuk, hyuk, hyuk? Like some demented-ass Goofy, the keyboard bubbled with saliva. Whoa. And the computer's lament sang as the smooth operator found the right chord and oh yanked. My God. Dude, this is some, like, good writing, though. <laughs> what could only be the nostalgic sound of the early 90s sheer determination for porn rang through the room. A loud computer bit honking and beep- beeping. The stuff be- of be- legend. Beeping would have been so much better. You're right. <laughs> this guy convulsed and pulled the computer from its perch. The huge mass of text suddenly free from its chamber. Two more people had a piece. So wait, is the sound of the computer coming? The AOL, like, getting online sound? Oh, my God. <laughs> that dial-up shit. Love it. Know? Love it. <clears throat> Two more people had appeared behind the cameraman and were quickly pulling their phones out. This was getting popular. However, these guys were very clearly drunk. And while the second in command, the quiet strawberry blonde in heels, was trying to shush them, it didn't matter anyhow. The music from the next room was at an all-time high, some bop from the late 2030s. The song single-handedly skyrocketed Nickelback to the top. Yeah. No shit. Nickelback is still a thing. How ironic. (laughs) Stooping a computer to a techno... It says stooping. Okay. Stooping. To a computer to a techno-induced meth remix of Look at This Fucking Photograph. (laughs) Look at this crap. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Here we go. Our favorite webcam star has now unzipped his pants and pulled oh, his dick out. Oh. Fucking showtime. Here we go. This is getting real. Well, a solid four inches and the biggest bush in porn right now. <laughs> he was probably. Oh, no. Is this consensual? 
I think so. Yeah. I think that the computer likes it. I mean, he, uh, the dial Yeah, exactly, right? That's how you know it's fine. That's how you know. He was prying open the CD drive when it snapped open an AOL installation CD tumbled to the floor. Oh my God. Setting so the giant computer drive on the floor, he let his pants fully drop. The palest ass with a hint of hair popping out of his crack, our Romeo shoved his dick into the open CD compartment. Oh my God. This is real. <laughs> this is not for kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bending over and really giving the crowd a view, he tipped his head to lick the ports on the back. A spark of electricity crackled in the musty air, and a fire erupted, what? instantly encasing. Oh my god! Instantly encasing Don Computer Juan in a flame of orange and red. Oh my, oh my god! god. <laughs> uh, there were eight people behind him now, wide-eyed and phones out, watching as our embarrassingly repulsive smut turned into a disgustingly tragic snuff film. Oh Dude, everyone would watch this if this was real. This would be all over the internet. Oh yeah. <laughs> everyone seemingly forgot to be quiet. Observers uh, ran to his aid, ripping off jackets and shirts to pat him down with, all in an effort to save the depraved foreskin staring at us in the face. He falls back, his eyes blinking and his head, turning to look at us, his guardians, his silent directors, who have solidified his legendary peen attack to the masses. <laughs> his lips parted, swallowing hard and <laughs> choked out. Dude, I got a Dell. <laughs> the end. The end. Dude, bravo. Oh my bravo. god. You Dude. created a computer. Uh, that was snuff. incredible. <laughs> Sexy snuff. You should definitely phone. write romance novels. <laughs> oh my god. Based on computers. Uh, <laughs> having sex with dude, computers. It was so funny to me. Like when you put the 90s thing in with the MTV, I was like, dude, how did he know? <laughs> Honestly, there were some killer lines in there. Yeah. Thank you. For real. Sweet. So now we have now we have Rosemary's oh, story. Hype. Yeah, there this is a continuation ah. of last week's episode, so if you haven't heard last week's you should stop down and listen to yes. that first because this is a sequel i promise to be continued so yeah yeah it is. she didn't joke around she literally went into straight into it whereas i have a couple stories i'm gonna put in <clears throat> later on you know but not directly but we'll see i can't even look at this paper i know it's so good <laughs> you know you emily you killed it it was that so was good awesome. yeah that was so fucking funny um and you worked out last night? Yeah, dude, awesome. Dude. I got really fucking high. Because <laughs> I, I, I was freaking out. Because I had originally had, I had written something else that was a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, like, and Joey was reading it, and Joey was like, I was like, you're not laughing. Why aren't you laughing? <laughs> and he's like, because it's not, I mean, wh- I mean, Joey has a completely different sense of humor than the three of us. Mm-hmm. But I was like, dude, if I can't even get Joey to crack a smile, fuck. <laughs> so then, like, I rewrote the entire thing at, like, 8 Well, I love it. Yeah, well, you did well. You fucking killed it. So Thank it was you. great. I'm glad I made you guys laugh. Dude, if you that made us awesome. laugh, imagine the people out there. <laughs> All right, so this one is called Bonnie Mnemonic 2, Cyborg Boogaloo. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. What was the first one called? Just Bonnie, Bonnie Mnemonic, Mnemonic Cyber Mall Cop. <laughs> Cyber Cop Sonic. Okay. Boogaloo. It was still night in Big Dickopolis because it's never daytime in cyberpunk cities. Ain't that the truth? It's true. If it was daytime, how would you see all the awesome holograms and neon lights? It's true, you wouldn't. <laughs> Speaking of holograms, there actually were none in the city at the exact moment that Wyatt Warwick, the coolest and most badass bounty hunter slash mercenary for hire in the galaxy, was racing space Ducati across the city. In fact, everything in the city had gone dark where the evil doctor Nebulous Quesarito have given the entire city the black shakes. Just a NAS. little recap, little recap. Mm-hmm. Wyatt's ex-girlfriend, who was, maybe on her, who was maybe on her way back to becoming his girlfriend again, Bonnie Mnemonic, <laughs> was riding on the back of the space bike, her pink hair blowing in the wind as they rode across the dark, silent city. Once they made it to the other side of the town, Away from the huge, dick-shaped Walmart Ultra Mega Supercenter, <laughs> Wyatt awesomely skidded the motorcycle to stop, totally like Akira, where Bonnie directed. Wyatt removed his helmet and his cool red mohawk stood up straight. You sure this is the right place? He asked. Bonnie got off the bike, or got off the back of the bike and adjusted her equally awesome leather jacket that had a popped collar and was lined with neon lights. Cyberpunk. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah it is, she replied. <laughs> They were standing outside the only building in all of Big Dickopolis that still had electricity. It was a large mansion in the shape of a chicken. 
out front it had a gold fountain filled with Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning. Yeah, <laughs> such a gross flavor. I know. A, ta- a tall iron fence surrounding the property had a gate guarding the driveway. In the center of the gate, etched in gold, was an artist's rendering of Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah. There's only one place in the world that has Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning. And that's KFC, sadly. <laughs> I still don't get how this is going to save the city, said Wyatt as Bonnie approached the gate. I already told you, KFC is Taco Bell's worst enemy. <laughs> Interesting. Bonnie explained as she looked for a way through the fence, they used to be allies until the franchise wars. Oh, shit. Yeah. If there's a way to reverse the damage Dr. Casarito did, this is where we'll find it. Get your dick out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dick, dick, dick. Wyatt was shook. <laughs> they just had sex like three minutes, or, or sorry, like three times at the Walmart Ultra Mega Supercenter. I love to have to say that every time. <laughs> and they were supposed to be saving the city, but if Bonnie really wanted to fuck right now in the driveway of the KFC mansion, he wasn't going to say no. <laughs> You want to go right now, he asked, unzipping his pants. <laughs> Bonnie sighed. Wyatt was still dumb as fuck. No, she said. Use your laser jizz to blast through this fence. Oh, okay. God damn it. Wyatt right. said, kind of disappointed. When he woke up from whatever cyber trance Dr. Quesarito had him in, he was upset that she'd replace his regular human dick with a cyborg cock. But he'd soon figure out that the cybernetic penis had its advantages. He could basically fuck whenever he wanted. No recovery time needed. Pretty cool. And he could shoot lasers out of it. <laughs> Which, is def- which definitely upped his coolness factor, I'd say. He'd have to get a portion of himself with his new robo-dick tattooed on his back once this adventure was over. We both said robo-dick in our stories. Oh, yeah. I don't know how that keeps happening. <laughs> Wyatt aimed his dick at the fence and shot plasma cum until the fence was melted. Dude, this is totally Kurt Loader. <laughs> my, my story has a lot of similarities yeah. to yours. <laughs> until the fence was melted and he, he and Bonnie could walk right up to the mansion's front door. He didn't waste any time trying to sneak into the house. Wyatt just blasted the door off his hinges with more laser jizz, and they walked inside, scaring the shit out of a mom and some children who were watching Peppa Pig on TV in the living room. That's a thing that kids like, right? That's terrifying. Where's the colonel? Bonnie demanded, pointing her laser gun at one of the kids. Oh, my God. I'll never tell you, the housewife said, trying to be tough. He's upstairs, said the oldest kid. (laughs) Not even looking up for the Nintendo Switch he was playing because he had just gotten the last part of Final Fantasy VII remake and he really didn't want these cyborg bounty hunters to interrupt his duel with Sephiroth. First yeah. of all, that wouldn't come out in the Switch. Well, keep reading. <laughs> Second of all, I love that it just came out now. <laughs> like, how many years later? And yeah, it took that long, like hundreds of years for the entire game to finally get released. Get your shit together, Square. Side note, Final Fantasy VII is available on Switch in the future. Deal with it. <laughs> would say that deal with it bonnie and wyatt look to i'm sorry bonnie and wyatt took off up the stairs until they made it into a large office they had crazy looking fish tank with a laser cyborg shark swimming around in it because that's what all evil guys have (laughs) over the shark tank hung a huge confederate flag there was also a big ass desk in front of the shark tank but the chair behind the desk was turned away from bonnie and wyatt well 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 uh i can't say that in an accent (laughs) Whale, whale, whale. <laughs> a deeply southern voice said from the high back chair, I expect you two are here because the black shakes has taken over the entire city. We're here for the cure, Wyatt said. You better hand it over or I'll blow your head off with my laser dick. <laughs> the, chair sp- <laughs> the chair spun around and it sat a weird metal robot body with a tank full of clear liquid where the head should be. Inside the tank was the head of Colonel Sanders. <laughs> The Colonel Sanders robot reached under the desk for a huge shotgun and pointed it right at Wyatt's robocock. Take one more step and I'll blow your penis clean off. <laughs> Please, Colonel Sanders, Bonnie employed. All the cyborgs at Big Dickopolis are in trouble. Dr. Quesarito gave them all the black shakes. You have to help them. <laughs> oh, shit. See, I gotta fold the pages. Sorry, guys. There we go. Did you just say Quesarito? Colonel Sanders asked, You telling me one of those Taco Bell pieces of shit made this mess? Yeah, pretty much, said Wyatt. God damn it, Colonel Sanders yelled. Not to motherfucking Mexicans again. He said... <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I don't think Taco Bell is actually Mexican, Bonnie started to explain, but Colonel Sanders cut her off. You shut your mouth, missy. You belong in the kitchen anyway. Go on, make me some mac and cheese and collard greens. Let, me talk, let the men talk. <laughs> Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> Fury sparked in Bonnie's circus. She used her T-1000 powers to turn her left hand into a chainsaw. 
<laughs> and leaped onto the desk, grabbing the old mandroid and holding the whirling blade to a circuit board. Mandroid, you like that? Yeah. Listen, you racist geriatric fuck. <laughs> You're going to give us the antidote to Dr. Quesarito's virus or I'll chop your cybernetic balls off and feed into a pack of chihuahuas. <laughs> okay, okay, said Colonel Sanders. I'll give you the program that will counteract the black shakes. It's been a family secret for centuries. <laughs> Made from 11 herbs and spices, but I'm only doing this because I hate Taco Bell, those damn Mexicans. They deserve to pay for our crossing our border illegally. Make America great again. Jesus. He had a Confederate flag in his office. What did you Bonnie expect? Bonnie rolled her oh, eyes God, but released the old man. Whatever, she said. Just hand it over and we'll get out of your way. You can go back to being a racist asshole until your circuits give out. Colonel Sanders looked at past Bonnie and made eye contact with Wyatt. I don't know how you put up with this bitch. <laughs> he said. <laughs> Wyatt shrugged. I know, right? <laughs> Bonnie shot Wyatt a fiery glare. What? Wyatt asked. You are pretty bitchy, especially when you're on your okay enough. <laughs> she snapped. She was used to dealing with sexism. That's what you get when you live in a city called Big Dickopolis. <laughs> Colonel Sanders punched a hole in the glass of the shark tank and water spewed all over the floor. The sharks fell out of the tank and flopped around in the carpet. Colonel Sanders pointed a tiger shark, pointed to a tiger shark that had a bionic dorsal fin. <laughs> Cures in that one. Inside the shark? White asked. Bonnie didn't wait for an explanation. She used her chainsaw hand to cut through the shark, sending bloods and tiny blood and tiny bits of shark flesh all over the room. <laughs> Wyatt gagged as a chunk of fish guts landed in his mouth. <laughs> Once the shark's organs were splayed all over the room, Bonnie reached her arm down its throat and into its stomach until she pulled out a flash drive that looked like an extra crispy drumstick. <laughs> oh. I pray the Lord Jesus Christ will bless you on your holy mission to obliterate all immigrants. <laughs> Said Colonel Sanders. Bonnie wiped some God, of the so Bonnie wiped some of the shark blood from her face. That's not even what we're doing, she sighed. Come on, Wyatt, let's go get this bitch. <laughs> Bonnie and Wyatt left the KFC mansion. I love the KFC mansion. I had a Taco Bell casino. What Dude, the there's fuck? so much Taco Bell in our it stories. So funny. Bonnie and Wyatt yeah. left the KFC mansion, stopping in the yard to wash the shark guts off themselves in the Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning Fountain. <laughs> They had to undress, of course. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. oh my God. Shark guts. Yes. <laughs> they got horny as fuck and ended up doing it right in Colonel Sanders' front yard. After they had their post-coital cigarettes, they got dressed. But there was one more thing they had to do before they can go back on the Ducati and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Bonnie turned her hand into some cyber-looking thing that can plug into a computer. We need to find the location of Dr. Quesarito's lab, she reminded Wyatt as they sat on the lawn and finished putting their clothes on. Go ahead, Wyatt told her. I know it's in there somewhere. Bonnie plugged herself into Wyatt's system through his ear and rode her Segway through the data in his brain, <laughs> which is mostly pictures of titties he'd gotten from random women he'd matched with CyberTinder. <laughs> Bonnie tried not to look at all the metadata of the photos. She was sure she'd gotten some, some of them while they were still together, but she didn't want to know about it. Denial. Yikes. When she finally got the deepest reaches of Wyatt's brain, she found herself in front of a Taco Bell restaurant. Coordinates scrolled up by the neon marquee. Bonnie memorized them and used her awesome cyborg powers to create a map. She, she pulled herself out of Wyatt's head and glanced at the space Ducati parked outside the KFC mansion's obliterated gate. Did you find it? Wyatt asked. You bet your ass I did, she said. <laughs> We're going to space. Cut out to cyberspace. Cut to? Oh, sorry. Cut to cyberspace. No, Basically, not cyberspace. Outer space. Fuck. <laughs> Basically, imagine the opening of a Star Wars movie, a panning shot of space, and maybe a cool planet in the background while some light flute music plays. When a camera stops, the orchestral horns come in, and the silhouette of a huge space cruiser flies slowly into the scene. It was the ass hammer. <laughs> the biggest and most badass research ship in the intergalactic Starfleet. Dr. Nebulous Quesarito stood on the command deck looking evil as fuck, like Kylo Ren or something but without the mask, because she was super hot so she didn't need a mask. She surveyed the space in front of her, the final frontier, as she intended to fuck the entire thing with her cyborg army. Wasn't that beautiful? That was pretty epic. It was stunning. Suddenly, suddenly, a huge explosion rattled the ship and alarms started going off all over the, ca the cabin. Doctor, there's been a breach, whatever crew member <laughs> shouted. But before Nebulous could respond, a sweet motorcycle busted through the door of the command deck and drifted to the middle of the room. 
while a chainsaw arm decapitated the guy who just warned everyone about the breach. His head flew off and hit Dr. Caserito in the face. Cool smoke, cool smoke, cool smoke rose around the motorcycle's wheel as it screeched to a stop, making everyone cough and gag. When the smoke cleared, Dr. Caserito realized she was face-to-face with Wyatt Warwick and his mall cop girlfriend. <laughs> Surrender now, Caserito, Wyatt commanded, or suffer the wrath of my laser dick. <laughs> Nebula smiled evilly. I've been expecting you to. You'd never stop me from taking over the universe with my cyborg army. The ass hammer is powerful enough to disseminate the black shakes to all cyborgs within 100,000 parsecs, and that's exactly what I intend to do. Bonnie held up the fried chicken and flash drive. Your plan will never work. They added, we have the antidote and your black shake virus from Colonel Sanders himself, she said. Oh, fuck. Fuck, what's going to happen? Probably get, she's about to get dangerous. <laughs> Dr. Quesarito laughed. That old racist NASCAR-loving baby boomer will never defeat me. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Out of nowhere, a bunch of Yakuza cyborg assassin ninjaed into the scene. Ninjaed into the scene. With katanas and laser-edged shurikens, and one of them even had a laser whip thing that came out of the guy's thumb like Johnny Mnemonic. Hot. Yeah. You, you get the antidote virus in the Asshammer system. Wait. You get the antidote virus in the Asshammer system, Wyatt told Bonnie as he cracks his knuckles. I'll handle this. They met out for a minute for dramatic effect. <laughs> and also because they both realized they might die, and weirdly the Yakuza cyborgs waited for them to finish before attacking. Kill them, you idiots, Dr. Casey roared, and Bonnie and Wyatt finally untangled their tongues from each other's mouths. As the Yakuza cyborg started flipping around, Wyatt ripped his pants off and whisked in no time, blasting as many as he could with his cum lasers. Bonnie sliced one of the Yakuza guys in half with her chainsaw arm and blasted another one right in the dick with her plasma gun. Since Wyatt had the rest of the bodyguards occupied, Bonnie ran to the front of the ship, ready to insert the flash drive. But Dr. Quesarito stood in her way. Yo, oh, fuck. This bitch. Bonnie pointed her gun at Dr. Quesarito and looked up, looked for a USB port in the Asshammer's control panel. Asshammer. <laughs> Asshammer. <laughs> she was about to plunge the original recipe goodness into the ship's system <laughs> and send it out across the galaxy when Dr. Quesarito interrupted her. Wait! Bonnie stopped but kept her gun pointed between the doctor's eyes. You lost, Quesarito, said Bonnie. We're going to cure the black shakes so no more cyborgs will be under your control. <clears throat> Bonnie, you've got it all wrong, Nebula said, stepping closer to the cyborg mall cop. Mall cop. <laughs> you really want to get back with him? She asked, motioning back to Wyatt, who was in the middle of teabagging one of the Yakuza assassins with his metal balls. That fuckboy doesn't appreciate you. He thinks you're just a bunch of scrap metal attached to a pussy you can fuck whenever he wants. But I've seen your true power. To Wyatt, you're nothing, but not to me. Dr. Quesarito held her hand out to Bonnie. This sounds eerily familiar. It's really weirdly familiar, right? Wyatt was still in the middle of teabagging the Yakuza corpses when he realized what was about to happen. Don't do it, he yelled to Bonnie. But Dr. Quesarito just ripped her shirt off and showed him her awesome boobs. And Wyatt was stunned into a titty trance. Let the past die, she said, turning her attention back to Bonnie. Join me. Bonnie thought about it for a minute. Hold on, I gotta stop for a second. These girls are losing it. I, God, Titty Trans is my favorite fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay. <laughs> Bonnie thought about it. <laughs> Bonnie thought about it for a minute. Wyatt had betrayed her, and he'd been taken the space Ducati, and been late for, on a few payments, which had ruined her credit. <laughs> Maybe Dr. Quesarito was right. Maybe Wyatt was just a fuckboy. Things you gotta think about, you know, when you break up. But as Bonnie surveyed the mess of flesh and cyborg parts strewn all around the Asshammer's deck, she started to realize that Dr. Quesarito was just as shitty and racist as Colonel Sanders, except she was racist against cyborgs and just used them to further her evil plots. Bonnie reached out to Dr. Quesarito as if she was going to take the doctor's hand. You might be right, Bonnie said. Wyatt might just be a... Wyatt might just be an f- idiot fuckboy, but if you got one thing, what's that, Dr. Quesarito Kis- asked. <laughs> Turn the page. <laughs> I'm a fucking mall cop, you bitch. <laughs> Bonnie said. She grasped the doctor's Quesarito's arm and turned her hand into a super powerful taser that she normally used on rogue viruses and electrocuted the shit out of Nebula- Nebulous until she passed out and hit the floor. 
that Bonnie plunged a drumstick flash drive into the ass hammer's control panel, and the whole ship started to shake. Promotional B-roll footage of fried chicken being tossed in flour and spices appeared on all the ship's screens. And the ship's antennas started beaming the black Shakespeare out to the entire galaxy. <laughs> Bonnie, you did it! White exclaimed. They started making out again, not even noticing that Dr. Casarito regained consciousness because they were too busy playing tonsil hockey. <laughs> tonsil hockey. Hell they, yeah. They were about to fuck again right on the last hammer's desk. <laughs> When another alarm blared through the cabin, a warning flashed at the screens. Security breach detected. Self-destruct in 60 seconds. Dr. Kisirita leaped onto the floor. You haven't seen the last of me yet, she yelled as she sprinted away from the command deck and and through the ship's corridor until she found a sperm-shaped shuttle, which she got inside and flew away in. Wyatt and Bonnie put their space helmets back on and jumped onto the Ducati. Wyatt revved the engine and it sounded super cool. (laughs) (laughs) They raced out of the ass hammer just before the self-destruct countdown reached zero. And the ship blew up behind them in a fucking awesome explosion that neither of them looked back at because they were too cool. (laughs) When they got back to Big Dickopolis, Wyatt skidded the bike to a stop in front of Bonnie's apartment building. They both took in the city. The lights were back on. Even the Soylent Peen hologram was back, still shirtless. <laughs> All the cyborgs who had been taken out by the Black Shakes started to come back to life. Their circuits reignited by the extra crispiness of the KFC <laughs> antivirus. Everything is as it should be. That was a kick-ass adventure, Bonnie said as she surveyed the city. I never could have defeated Dr. Quesarita without you, Wyatt said. I'm ready to commit. Will you be my adventuring partner again? And my girlfriend? Oh, shit. Bonnie thought about it. Something about what Dr. Quesarito had said rang true, but she decided to ignore that. Having Wyatt with her, having Wyatt as her adventuring partner was all she ever really wanted. Fuck yeah, I will, she answered. They started doing it right there in the street. Oh my god. (laughs) Bonnie and Wyatt lived happily ever after for about two weeks until Bonnie (laughs) discovered she'd been sending dick pics to every hot cyborg chick he'd matched on with Cybertinder. So Bonnie took the space Ducati and she set off across the galaxy vowing never to trust Wyatt again. The end. Woo! Po- post credit scene, though. <laughs> Dr. Quesarito is back to her old ways being a fucking evil scientist with a bunch of chemistry shit in front of her as she works on her next evil plot to help the intergalactic stellar fleet take over the galaxy. She's just about to inject some bubbling green liquid into a really cu- cute little raccoon for, you know, science purposes. <laughs> When a transmission alert bleeps in her new secret lab. Oh shit, there's more. She checks the screen on the other side of the room, expecting the transmission to come from one of the ISF generals, but the sender is listed as anonymous. Curious, she puts down the syringe, sparing the chubby raccoon for now. Nebulous accepts the transmission and evil grins spreads across her mouth as she sees a familiar face on the other end. It was Bonnie Mnemonic. What do you want, Nebula snaps. If you intend on gloating, I'll have you know that I can send the virus through this transmission that will seriously fuck you up. <laughs> she lies, wanting to sound intimidating. But as she studies Bonnie's image on the screen, Nebulous realizes the cyborg has been crying. Her eyes are, are red and mascara runs down her cheeks. Bonnie sniffs and finally speaks. I wanted to see if I could still take you up on your offer, she says. Wyatt Warwick must die. The end? Question mark? Oh, oh shit! Yes! <laughs> Bravo. Don't bravo. get back with fuckboys. Dude, bravo across the board. <laughs> yeah. All, oh everyone God. here did an amazing story. We killed it this time. That was fucking this, awesome. This is, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, this, this, is, this is hysterical. I can't yeah, wait to listen to this again. Like, I want to listen to this immediately after I stop recording <laughs> Me too, it. honestly. It's so funny. Uh, Emily, I want to Dude. thank you so much. <laughs> that was so yeah, much you, fun. You killed Dude, it. You killed it. That Your stories awesome. were so sexy. <laughs> I never wanted to bang a computer, computer before, and I never wanted to stream it. <laughs> More now, than you do right now? Yeah, that Intel process. Yeah, the, yo, <laughs> multi-threading, am I right? <laughs> Anyways, I want to thank you guys for Bye. being on today, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Love thank you. you.